You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode of the Sportsman's Nation is brought to you by Outdoor Edge and their complete lineup of replaceable blade knives, fixed blade knives, and game processing kits. Now, we've all been there before, trying to field dress your wild game with a dull knife. This is where Outdoor Edge really steps in. With the Razor Safe system, you can have a brand new razor sharp blade with just the push of a button. No more dull blades and no more problems processing your wild game. To check out all of the products from Outdoor Edge, visit OutdoorEdge.com. And at checkout, enter the discount code NATION30. That's N-A-T-I-O-N-3-0 for 30% off of your purchase. Welcome back to another episode of the Wisconsin Sportsman Podcast, your home for all things outdoors in the Badger State. I'm your host, Josh Raley, and in this episode, I'm joined by the crew from Half Rack, a new 2% certified hunting accessory brand. Now, uh, we recorded live at Spanky's Sports Bar and Grill in Waterford, Wisconsin at the Wisconsin Co- Community Conservation Day, and uh, the day was a huge success. The guys from Half Rack raised over $5,000 for conservation efforts in southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, So a really, really great day. I'm pumped they invited me to be part of it. Uh, While the day was a success, our first attempt to record a podcast that day was not. So we started recording, had a wonderful 45-minute conversation about the Community Conservation Day, the origins of Half Rack, Uh, A lot of the awesome gear that they had coming up, some time just BSing about hunting and what we're looking forward to in the fall. And then the bottom just fell out. Rain, uh, wind, it got real bad real quick, which actually may have turned out to be a good thing because my computer stopped recording about 16 minutes into our first recording. So we had roughly 30 minutes of what I thought was recording, but wasn't. But the guys were gracious. Uh, They gave me another try, and uh, we ended up uh, being able to record uh, a second episode, if you will, in the basement of Spanky's. And so uh, that created quite an interesting ambiance for recording. Uh, And in the end, we had a great conversation. And uh, as you listen to this, or after you listen to this, head over to halfrack.com, half-rack.com. 
uh, to check them out. These guys are down-to-earth people. They're normal guys who love to hunt, just like me and you. And uh, if you're in the market for some hunting accessories, bow hangers, gear hooks, gun cases, bow cases, uh, all sorts of cool stuff, uh, head over and check them out. They, the price point for their gear is tough to beat. And, you know, at the end of the day, I would rather support a local crew of stand-up guys like them uh, rather than line the pockets of mega brands out there who have no real interest in the sport itself, uh, no real interest in conservation, uh, and not a lot of interest in the people who love the things that we do. So, uh, yeah, go check those guys out, half-rack.com. Uh, before we get into this episode, though, I, I want to ask a favor from each of you listening to this podcast. Your your support here lately has been fantastic. Engagement has been great. It's been really nice to hear from a lot of you. Uh, deer season, I know, is right out around the corner, and I'm hoping to start pushing out a little bit more content for you guys, maybe some more frequent episodes as we get into the season. But I need you to help me out with something. I need you to do a few things for me first. Share this podcast on your social media and with those you think uh, might enjoy what we're doing here. We want to continue to grow our audience, and that is hands down the best way for us to do that is if you share this on your social media. Second, be sure to subscribe to wherever you access this podcast. Leave us a review. Uh, it's going to be really, really helpful. Um, the algorithms are kinder to this podcast with more subscribers and more reviews. So if you can do those two things, that would be great. And then third, follow us on Instagram so you can keep up with all the shenanigans that are taking place as we head into deer season. I'm going to be trying to do some filming this year. Uh, it may be an epic failure, uh, or it might be pretty cool to watch. Hey, it might be cool to watch even if you uh, just tune in to watch me fail. So uh, yeah, anyway, if you guys can help me out by doing those things, that would be awesome. And with all of that out of the way, we're going to jump right into our conversation with TJ Eads and Jimmy Jeraputo from Half Rack. All right, coming to you live from the basement of Spanky's Bar and Grill, which is not sketchy at all. This is the Wisconsin Sportsman Podcast, coming to you with the guys from Half Rack. How are we doing? Excellent. Doing well. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. So uh, why don't we just go around the table real quick, introduce yourself, and uh, tell us what you do with Half Rack. All right, I guess I'll go first. My name's Jimmy Jeraputo. You can just call me Jimmy. Keep it simple. But uh, I've been leading all the marketing for Half Rack for probably nine ten months now pretty much since the beginning um running the social media managing influencers coming up with campaigns uh graphic and product um well i should say graphic and package design um uh and uh that's pretty much that so anything you see coming out on social that's generally for me i mean of course we're a team we back it bounce it back and forth off of each other but uh that's what i do so sweet yeah, TJ Eads here, uh, product designer by trade. Let me scoot that mic back just a skosh. Um, product designer by trade, joined the team, um, you know, early on, one of the co-founders here. But, uh, no, just awesome team. We got united here. And, um, yeah, I am uh, take the design lead on product side, work with Jimmy quite a bit on the marketing side as well. But, um, yeah, pleased to be a part of it all. Yeah, sweet. So for those of you who may be listening and hearing the sounds of breaking glass and stuff like that in the background, we are literally in the basement of Spanky's Bar and Grill. In, is Bar and Grill? Sports Bar and Grill. Yeah. yeah. In Waterford, Wisconsin, for Community Conservation Day. So guys, tell me a little bit about what we're doing here today. So uh, today we are, uh, so we're 2% certified, uh, have been since roughly like, I don't know, I'd say like last December, which is 
pretty much when we started, um, and it's something we wanted to do from the beginning. Um, and August 21st is 2% for Conservation's Community Conservation Day. It's what they set aside for all of their 2% certified brands to either do a fundraiser or uh, some sort of get-together event like river cleanups or tree plantings, anything along those lines to give back. So we elected to do a local event here where Half Rack originated in Waterford, Wisconsin, uh, fundraiser, so 100% of the uh, proceeds from all the raffle and silent auction prizes today are going back to uh, uh, conservation efforts in southeast Wisconsin. Obviously, this is all, you know, kind of backed up by 2% for conservation being uh, that it's their community conservation day. Um, and it's kind of neat, too, because even the bar Spanky's, they're giving back $5 from every pizza sold tonight, whether it's in-house or in delivery, back to conservation as well. So, um that's what we're doing here. And, sweet. Uh, that, yeah, that covers it. Yeah, lots of pretty sweet prizes outside. I actually won one already. That was pretty shocking. I never win much of anything, <laughs> so I already won something. But, uh, yeah, pretty pumped to be a part of this. Uh, pretty glad you guys exci- uh, invited me to be to be part of this today. So uh, we had some weather issues earlier, so uh, if we sound like we're jumping ahead of things a little bit here as we're recording, it's because we probably are. We recorded this exact same conversation earlier. Uh, well, at least part of it. And we got rained out. All sorts of weird stuff happened. But uh, so tell me now, who is, who is Half Rack? So these guys know I'm, I'm talking with the folks from Half Rack. Who is Half Rack? What is Half Rack? Um, well, so Half Rack is, I mean, there's three founders and then myself. Um, Josh was on earlier, so I don't know if you're going to cut in any audio from earlier. Nah, but we'll leave Josh out. He's, right, not, that, that's he's not that big a deal. Yeah. Barely important at all. Make sure, <laughs> everyone make sure y'all, y'all remind him of that because yeah. he'll love it. <laughs> email them um but so half rack you're saying who is half rack or what is half rack it's uh we're an outdoor gear brand um i think the best way to sum us up is you know our our vision for what we're doing and we're bringing quality gear to people who are mindful of the past and our tagline is fine gear and fond memories um um and as you can tell i mean from the beginning we've been looking to give and give back to conservation which is why we're grateful to be here on uh, our first community conservation day um but yeah i mean that's that's pretty much who we are yeah so uh tell me a little bit about the space that you guys are going to be operating in in the outdoor industry so uh it sounds like there are more bigger things maybe out on the horizon but but tell me about what you're dealing in right now like what are the products that you're bringing to market yeah, so as Jimmy mentioned, uh, we're we're definitely gear oriented, especially here from the start. You know, this is our kind of our brand launch tied into this community conservation day, um, and we're launching products that you've seen before. It's kind of what we call Me Too, but um, I don't know if I necessarily want to say better. But it, we feel we're definitely biased, obviously, towards our product, but we're definitely putting that quality in there at an affordable price, and we're we're reskinning everything, trying to add a relevant aesthetic. As far as the the product you see, uh, hopefully it's it's relevant to what what you know what's going on out there in the industry. We're trying to take this product that has been sitting on the shelf. You know, you Jimmy, um, you know Josh, you Josh may have purchased in the past just gear hooks, sl- gun slings, gun cases, and you're buying something that you know you don't even really know what brand you're buying. You yep. just need it. Yep. It's just gear that you need, whether you're a first timer going to the woods. Or, uh, you know, a guy or gal that's been doing it for decades and you're wearing the best, shooting the best. Uh, it, we're, your, we're your brand. You know, we, we're a brand for everyone. Um, 
gear hooks, gunslings I mentioned, gun cases, bow cases. We've got some newer products as well we're launching. And then, you know, obviously come 2022, we'll have some new, innovative, exciting stuff. Um, but, yeah, just gear that you need, I, I guess is how I would put it. Yeah, so the, the, the outdoor space seems uh, a bit crowded in general. But when I, when I walk the, the, the halls or the aisles of, let's say, Walmart or something like that, the gear accessory space seems exceedingly crowded. So what made you guys want to start here? Well, it's, so it is crowded, yes. Um, but it's crowded with a bunch of product that is collecting dust um, as far as visuals go and lit, quite literally collecting dust. So we're trying to provide what's necessary. Like every product we're throwing on the website, shipping to a dealer, someone in brick and mortar that's supporting us, it's something that you're going to use and need. It's not We're not just designing it and developing it and bringing it in, shipping it out um, because we want to. It's you know products that are asked for. And Josh, uh, the sales guy that kind of leads us, he's, he brings a wealth of knowledge and what's needed within the space, you know, along with Jimmy and myself. Uh, our observations what we're seeing so we're trying to only launch what is needed and not launch product in that crowded space or what's you know just going to sit there and not be purchased i guess yeah for sure for sure and you know i I think uh, you know i've heard you guys mention a couple of times that with uh with these products you want to create uh, a brand that people can cheer for so tell me a little bit about uh your thoughts behind that and, and what you mean when you say a brand people can cheer for so, obviously, we briefly discussed it earlier and uh, even said, like, this space is crowded. And, I mean, without sounding, you know, overconfident in ourselves, I mean, really, when it comes down to it, a lot of these other gear brands, I mean, they're, they're brands, sure, but they're, they're companies, right? Like, they don't have much branding behind them. And by branding, you know, for anyone who may not know, I mean, it's, it's what's the story, what's the sizzle of behind of what you're giving people, Right. Um, anyone can give any consumer a piece of gear that's going to work, right? But um, when you're spending your money that you're working hard for, it's got to have some value to it as well. Um, And that being the story behind Half Rack, um, the future vision for what we want to do as a company and how we want what we do as a company to benefit the entire industry and everyone who is a hunter. Um, So, I mean, you're, you know, if you're going to spend the $20, it's got to have something else behind it, not just that product and that transaction. It's It's got to have a feeling behind it. Um, so, you know, for Half Rack, um, I think, uh, what was the question you asked again? Sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was just, uh, you know what, I, I can't remember exactly. No, I was, uh, I was asking about what the... Um, to tell me about the oh goodness where was brand to cheer for so yeah just, brand to okay. cheer for that's right that's All right, right. Yeah. so why, thanks for yeah. uh, bringing us back around absolutely that's, that's, that's what, what i'm he here does. for that's what he does <laughs> so why are we a brand to cheer for um so obviously we you know it's on goes without saying that we may be biased but um being that you know we have our values set from the beginning right we sign on with two percent for conservation from the start and not just because it looks good but because we wanted to right like we know where we stand as hunters and where we want to see um the industry go and our consumers go because i mean if they're going to be buying product from us why would we want the industry to be dwindling right i mean for sure that's the truth right and then we want it to be growing just because that's for the good of what we love to do um and 
uh, being a brand to cheer for, we've got our values set from the beginning. So I think, I don't even know what we necessarily call it. I guess our motto, right? We have our tagline is fine gear, fine, fond memories, but our kind of motto is prepare, preserve, and prosper. So uh, I just finished up the half rack website and under our, the, our focus set, um, section, uh, at the, at the very end of the paragraph, I wrote like, you know, we're, um, we want to be mindful of our past conservation conscious and evolving into the future and that really does tie into our motto of prepare preserve prosper and why we hope that people want to cheer for us is all those three things um because we're gonna we want our gear to give you those feelings be emblematic of what it was that you grew up with you know right like it's kind of a good way to put it is timeless and um tying into hunts with your grandpa or dad at a hunting camp somewhere um, and then being conservation conscious, obviously, you know, we're here today with uh, Community Conservation Day and 2%, uh, and then evolving into the future. Um, when you ask us about 2022, that's kind of what I think of when I think of that is the innovative stuff and how it's going to make everyone who is a hunter or wants to become a hunter the better version of that. Um, so that's why we hope people cheer for us. Yeah, I think one of the things that has stood out about you guys is you – since I've been keeping up with your website and keeping up with uh, you guys on social media, you have been telling a story all along. You've been telling the story of the journey of an outdoorsman. And just through the year, it's been, it's been awesome to sort of track. Like, man, these guys are doing exactly what I'm out doing right now. Like, you can't say that for the, the gear hook brand that you go buy something from on the shelf of Walmart or, or whatever that is. So uh, it's great to see uh, people, faces behind the products and something that we can sort of uh, something that we can kind of get behind. Uh, as we as we look into the uh, the fall, uh, guys are trying to gear up. They're getting all their stuff together. What are a couple of the the main, I guess, staples that you guys are bringing to the market this fall? Yeah, I, I would say um, obviously we have our cases to prote- protect your gear. You know, we got the soft cases for guns and bows. That way, you can tote them from your your home or barn to a, to the field. So that's that's great. Can I, can I stop you right there? I want to hear a little bit more about the bow case because I saw the gun cases out here earlier today, uh, which, by the way, you guys have an excellent price point, and when you lay your hands on these products, it's like, okay, this exceeded my expectations for the price point, like, by far. Like, I didn't expect to, to put my hands on quality gear, on, on this quality, uh, uh, this kind of quality of gear, uh, for the price point that you guys are, are bringing this to market. Uh, tell me a bit about the the bow case how is that thing built like is it similar to one of those gun cases yeah absolutely so currently we're offering the wildcat bow case which is similar to the gun cases you touched and felt it's got extra padding and it's got a soft inner liner so there's not going to be any scratches or you know anything that's going to happen to your bow um, as you're going afield so we put a lot of quality um, in the materials as well as just you know we ourselves we're consumers as well so we want to deliver that to 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 everyone you know if, if we trust the product um first and foremost then we're, we're we're happy to then offer it up to our customers consumers so yeah we've we've just to elaborate a bit more on the walking down the aisle you know we may have products that are priced similar or the same as an, a product adjacent to it um but it's going to look better it's going to have better quality and um that's something that we want to stand behind for yeah. sure yeah. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you with that. So, you've got the gun cases, you've got bow cases that you're bringing to the market. What else? What else can we be looking for from Rafrak? I mean, something as simple as 
you know, a lot of guys know it as an easy hanger or just some sort of uh, weapon hanger that screws into the tree. We've added a couple subtle innovations, one being a quarter 20 uh, accessory port so you can attach a GoPro, a Tacticam, and a Ozonix, second camera angle, etc., and then also a double hook. And this, again, is just a very small product, lightweight, got a nice uh, powder-coated finish, but you can store most everything you need to on there if you're running and gunning or somebody, or if you're a guy or gal that wants to park that up in a, a tree that you have on private and leave it there, it's going to be fine. Yeah, so, and the gear hook on the, it's our bow wing, uh, which is kind of emblematic of what people know as an easy hanger is neat, not just because it holds your gear, but when it bites back into the tree, like that flex you might normally get from hanging your bow on the end or your gun is kind of majority taken away by that extra hook in the back biting into the tree and giving it a little bit more rigidity so it's kind of a just two little neat things that tie into what's you know kind of a simple product to begin with but just to make it that much better and that much bang for your buck per se um so it's just kind of where where we're going to start in 2021 and then like we said before 2022 will be real interesting yeah i'm pretty excited to hear a little bit more i know you guys are pretty tight-lipped about it but uh yeah we're gonna be looking forward to that excited to see what else comes from your direction uh so we're talking about um community conservation day i you know you mentioned a little bit earlier that uh, that's been an important thing for you guys since the very beginning what got that into the dna of half rack so early on well um i know (laughs) Like we said, we tried to do this earlier, but uh, I guess the the brief short story of how Halfrack started um, is began with Josh, which is like we said, our our sales guy and one of our founders. Um, that um, about I guess what is it, eighteen, nineteen years ago, when he was just finishing up high school, him and his buddies, you know, just hunting together, wanted to come up with a little bit of a brand or name to call themselves. So that's where the name Halfrack began. Um, and like he mentioned earlier, like he. You know, they may have done some filming or whatever, but mostly it was just, you know, a kind of a name to give themselves for hanging out. Um, and now we've obviously progressed and evolved to here, um, which is more or less what TJ and Josh kind of have been talking about over the last year and a half. And then I came on board about, you know, 10, 11 months ago. Um, it's you know to elaborate or tag on to what jimmy's saying you know it's about that camaraderie you know they started that up at the camp where there's just you know a group of gents hanging out hunting and just doing their thing and and loving what they do and then uh, maybe that's a country song i don't know something about that (laughs) Um, and and well now josh he's a dad i'm a dad i got a couple girls at home and thinking about the future it really kind of hits you hits you pretty hard like man we we need to do what we can do for the for the future generation. You know, you you can reflect on the, all those memories, those fond memories you've had in the past about your grandpa taking you, dad taking you, mom, etc. And you're like, man, I I want to have those memories with with my for me for, with my girls. You know, or at least maybe they don't want to get into hunting, but at least outdoors in general and educate them on, you know, this is where crops come from. This is where you know we get our meat, and that. So it's it's about all of that those experiences those fond memories um and then that's why we you know reached out to jared from two percent and we're conversating with him even prior to formulating the the final llc even though josh you know had the idea years ago and it just you know we all met each other and it just came to be here here last november where we formed the the half rack llc officially um you know it just 
just clicked, I guess. I, it wasn't even a question from any of us. It was just like, we have to do this. Yeah, wow. I heard uh, one of you, I can't remember which one it was, but you mentioned on another podcast that I was listening to, just a no-brainer, right? Like, it's just a no-brainer, just where you have to be. All right, so we are, uh, we are roughly uh, a month away from the Wisconsin opener. We're less than that away from your opener. So tell, yeah. me, tell me a little bit about what we've got going on heading into deer season. So <clears throat> it's kind of a neat year because Virginia normally opens up uh, first Saturday in October. Um, but this year, September 1st is going to be the opener. I mean, it'll be antlerless only, which they've had that in the past in the urban areas, but now... Uh, the county that the farm is in that I hunt, um, they'll be open in September 1st. So, uh, and it's also earn a buck, so it's kind of nice. It gives me an extra month to just get my doe out of the way uh, before the real season hits. Uh, be hunting in Maryland as well, right across the Potomac River from where I live, um, which opens up, I believe, September 1st, um, or might be the first Saturday in September, but for bucks as well. So that'll be kind of neat. Um, I'll be spending a lot of time behind the camera, but it'll still just be fun to be there. So Yeah, so you'll be able to get after them September 1st with what kind of weapon? Uh, well, so um, in Virginia, um, like I said, in the county that I hunt, this is the first time they've done this, but it'll be with the rifle or muzzleloader or bow. So it's kind of neat, uh, definitely different than what has been in the past, but uh, can't complain, I guess. So. Yeah. yeah, and you've got something else you're looking forward to a little bit later on in September, right? Is that... Yeah, um, September 18th, my dad and I are going elk hunting, so he'll be hunting elk, and again, I'll be behind the camera, so until I got checks to write for that, you know, to be hunting elk on a beautiful, (laughs) outfitted hunt, I'll be just staying behind the camera, so. Sure. Hey, that's not a bad place to be, though. No. Listening to bugles from behind the camera is better than sitting at home not listening to bugles. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's valid. Valid point. When you you have those options, I'll take the camera and I'll I'll go any day. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. All right. What about you? Uh, so I'm, I'm in Indiana, so we, we start October one and, um, my wife and I will probably be looking for a good one to chase around. So have you located one yet? Haven't honestly, you know, having, having a couple girls, it, it definitely has changed things as far as how quickly I get cameras out and start driving around scouting in the evenings. But, yep. um, I, we we're we got a couple farms, so, um, a lot of, a lot of open, uh, open country where we're at it's pretty flat but we got fence rows honestly those big boys are where you'd last expect them to be you know out right hidden in plain sight so we're running cameras hopefully we'll stumble upon one to chase here october one so yeah so you mentioned you've got a couple of kids what are the ages two and four two Both and girls four. boy yep. yeah so you have zero time to get out in the woods yeah pretty much i take them with me so yeah teach them young that's, that's right what, yeah all this half rack stuff it's it's been fantastic to you know just brings value and meaning to to all of it you know it's yeah. kind of our purpose while we're here yeah absolutely i've got a, a seven five and a three year old oh my so we are trying our best to to get them involved in the outdoors but uh it it certainly changes things it like your, your priorities take a whole new new turn so uh, i took them out uh glassing with me the other night uh trying to locate some deer and what do you know you know 45 minutes before it's dark they're ready to go home and they're hungry and they're tired and all this and that and it's like okay it's finally getting good but sure we'll we'll go home yeah that that's exactly what we want to do right now is is go home and and lose this 
final 45 minutes of daylight, which yeah. would quite possibly be the, you know, the, the best thing. So you do a little bit of hunting in Wisconsin as well, huh? So, yeah, I've, I've been fortunate after meeting Josh to come up and hunt here in Wisconsin, um, which Wisconsin very inviting to non-residents, by the way. Uh, been able to come up here and get a doe past couple of years, which has been great because in Indiana, we've been pretty constrained in, a, in our area. The population uh, isn't the best, and we haven't shot a doe in the past decade on any of our farms. So it's been great to fill the freezer. So, yeah. Yeah, well, since we don't have Josh in on uh, this try, why don't you just go ahead and give us some of those coordinates? I mean, you <laughs> mentioned that, uh, you know, you want to talk off air? It, let's go off air. I, okay. Um, plan is we'll find josh's phone snag all those pins send them to ourselves okay put the phone back where it was i mean he's pretty busy right now he's very busy and swamped we can probably talk to his wife he's okay. already brought me to his trees so he's yeah. he's already given up that uh that opportunity of losing oh so out. the deal Maybe. is done yeah, deal's done we're Deal's good done. we're golden so. <laughs> all right yeah is there a way you guys can arrange it to where like he's got a lot of work to do like november 4th through oh that's 12th? easy oh that's yeah easy. jimmy like, and i've been off, you know, if you guys could it. just load it up and be like, "Look, man, we got all these deadlines. We <laughs> yep. need all this stuff from you during these dates." Yep. Yep. Um, I know line reviews traditionally are this date, <laughs> but actually November fourth through you know what the twenty second. Yeah. You're you're booked yeah. all the so, way up, all the way up till yeah. gun season starts. Yeah. We we took care of all your flights and travel. You're welcome. So perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> perfect. So yeah. So one thing you did mention though that I do want to uh, to hit on a little bit. Wisconsin is extremely friendly to out-of-state hunters especially the first time out-of-state hunter like you pay even less right than yeah normal yeah first time Josh first year telling me it was like 60 or 70 dollars for the first time very affordable very affordable first time yeah for some for what can be some really high quality hunting even on the public lands here uh, that's one of the things that's impressed me most about uh, living here in Wisconsin is seeing how proactive the DNR is and how uh, how interested they are in making sure that the average hunter has a quality experience on on public lands. They're not just um, not just you know sitting back trying to ensure that they're getting the proper amount of revenue or uh, you know f- coming from the deep south. They're they're making sure that these uh, timber companies that lease all this land to the state are getting the proper returns on their on their land, right? So, uh, but yeah, coming here, seeing them, making sure that you know guys are having quality experience. Um, is it's a bargain it is it really is absolutely so, not that people should flood uh wisconsin uh, <laughs> that's not what we're saying you should you, they should they should come to wisconsin and all hunt in the southeastern portion we can say that because josh isn't here right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i'm in southern wisconsin but i'm kind of to the other side so yeah southeastern wisconsin so where specifically it's, eastern specifically Eastern Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Josh is showing us pictures of Booners. Like too many, his album was full. I saw like thirty on the way. Oh here. yeah, easy. yeah, yep. just just on the drive, and I didn't see him until I got out of Dane County. <laughs> yeah, so it, wasn't, it wasn't until I I crossed the Dane County line, then I started seeing Booners. Josh uh, might drive to Indiana when he listens to this just to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, anything else you guys are looking forward to this fall? I mean, I know you're you're launching product. You, you know, this is kind of a this is both kind of a launch party for the brand, but also two percent for conservation com, uh, community con- conservation day. If I can get that out, uh, anything else you've got looking forward to? When can we expect to start seeing some of these products in store? So, um, I think our rough timeline is within next ten to fifteen days. Uh, product will be officially in. 
and for sale on our website and then give it another two weeks and it should be in stores which uh, on our website we have our dealer list which I know is growing as we speak um, but yes what we're what we're most excited for for the fall I mean obviously other than hunts um, and just getting out there I think especially from my perspective is just getting product in the hands of the quality creators and influencers we brought on board uh, I know we talked in our first cut of this whole thing is you kind of asked like you know how and why do we plan on getting people on board that are going to believe in what we do and I think you can see that in the creators and influencers we pick so getting product in their hands and letting them do their thing is what I'm excited for because one it's going to make my life way easier so yeah, I definitely sure. can't complain about that but just too to see that how regular folks you know because that you know they have their reach of people so not only how they see the product and how they react to it but then how their consumers of their content react to it and just getting it more and more out there um and you know like we've said before our tagline being fun gear and fond memories like you know I, i'm interested to see what stories people can tell and bring back to us because uh, that's what it's all about is the story at the end of the day i said in our first cut earlier the product really i mean at least to me is secondary um it's more about the story you can tell with it um and if it looks good while you're doing it i mean then i guess that's a double bonus and that's really our goal so uh, that's what i'm excited for excellent excellent anything else coming up that you're pumped about with half rack or hunting or anything else in the fall honestly today I'm pumped about because we've been there's been so much build up for this first event for us. So yeah. today's a big day. We're excited, having a pretty good turnout despite the weather. Um, so yeah, today it's a huge check in the box that we're we're excited that we're finally here, finally all together and doing this and growing the community. That's what it's all about. When it's all said and done, Jimmy's talking about influencers, ambassadors that he's been working with, that we've been working with, and it's all about that relationship and the camaraderie. That's why we've all been brought into this um and and why we continue to do it and love it you know it's all about that storytelling you know i can't tell you how many stories i've listened in on and contributed before this podcast just today everybody talking about their big buck story or their mishap that happened that's what it's all about yeah yeah that's awesome yeah it was a great turnout outside and believe it or not we actually uh we actually recorded a heck of a podcast before this and uh my computer ruined everything so we don't know what's going on. It's blipping in and out. But uh, anyway, I do. You guys got a, a thing to get to here in just a couple minutes with Q and A with the DNR. So I want to let you get to that. But I do want to ask uh, before I let you go, uh, where can people find out more from Half Rack? Yep. So uh, Facebook, if you just look up Half Rack, or it's technically it's at halfrack.us. Um, Instagram is at half.rack, uh, and then website is half-rack.com. Um, so if you really, if you just drive to our Instagram, you'll be able to find the rest. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we're sharing content every day from influencers, creators, and, you know, our own stuff as well. And that's where, like you said, you've been watching and following along and seeing that story build up. Um, so that's what I, I love to see the most if people recognize that and be able to be a part of it. So yeah, that's where you can check us out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll continue to watch the story build up and I hope. It culminates in some bucks on the ground here in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, guys, thanks for coming on. Um, I'll have to have you guys on again to do this thing proper, not in a basement of a <laughs> bar and grill. But, hey, it's super gracious for them to let us use it down here. So, anyway, thanks for coming on, guys. Looking forward to everything that we've got coming up from Half Rack. Appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. 
And that's it for today's episode. Thanks again to the Half Rack crew for coming on. Looking forward to big things to come from them. Also, big thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. At the end of the day, you are why I do this. I'm passionate about all things outdoors in Wisconsin, and I hope to spread that passion and fuel that passion in others who are outdoor junkies just like me. Uh, We're now a mere three weeks away from the archery opener, so until next time, get out, shoot your bow, sharpen your broadheads, uh, do some glassing. Most of all, just get outside and enjoy the incredible resource that is at our fingertips as Wisconsin sportsmen. (music) 